Coming up is week six, our final week of our six weeks of serious soft skills strategy, where we look at how employers can tease out soft skills from their applicants throughout the hiring process. Specifically, we're going to look at job postings. Whether you're an employer or looking for a new job, you're going to benefit from what we're about to tell you. All that and more coming up in seconds. Welcome to Serious Soft Skills, where we help you unleash the power of soft skills. Here are your hosts, Dr. Tobin Porterfield and Bob Graham. Take it away, guys. Welcome to Serious Soft Skills, Episode 31. I'm Bob Graham, and with me, as always, is Dr. Tobin Porterfield. Hey, Toby. Hey. For you newcomers, welcome, and let's set the stage. We've, been un- we've uncovered a list of 55 soft skills based on academic research and through our teaching of college students, our work in various industries, and our keen eye on them. We've been uncovering with each podcast episode what they mean and where they show up in the work world. In this last week, week six of our six weeks of serious soft skill strategy, we're going to be looking at how you can really set up the perspective of soft skills in the job application and the job applicant process. You may be saying, wow, I'm in week six of the six weeks of serious soft skills. What have I missed? Well, let me tell you. In episode 26, we talked about our new soft skills book uh, that lists the 55 soft skills, and you'll hear more about that in a couple of minutes. In episode 27, we talked about soft skills and job searches in general from the employee perspective, the person looking for the job. In episode 28, we gave some tips for adding soft skills in your cover letter and resume. In episode 29, we gave tips on adding soft skills to the job interview and really bringing those alive in the job interview process for the employee. And then in episode 30, we started addressing how employers can use soft skills to find better candidates. So that brings us, Toby, to episode 31, this episode, where we're going to look at a job posting that we pulled off the internet for a local company and just talk through the soft skills that they mention and maybe some of the soft skills they could mention and how we can, as as an employer, sorry, cue that up better, and as an employee looking for a job or looking for a promotion, tease out those things so that you're telling more of your story about soft skills. You want to take it from there, Toby? Sure, Bob. There's certainly so much going on these days with uh, job posting sites that there's uh, a wealth out there, and uh, they run a wide spectrum. Uh, you picked this one for us to to focus in on today. This is a senior client relationship manager. Uh, nice one because it inc- it's certainly current, and it also includes – uh, some technical skills. There's some needs or some licensing involved with this type of work. Um, but there's also soft skills. And uh, when you see that relationship manager uh, title in there, you know there's going to be some interaction. And so uh, uh, we're, we're optimistic. And we've looked at this job description and uh, or the posting. And uh, they've laid out and, and teased tease the candidates with some soft skills. So uh, we're going to take a look a little deeper and see uh, what <clears> – <throat> the potential candidates should be looking for and uh, keying into, but but uh, also importantly for the employers, um, we're going to look at what they're asking for and then what maybe they should have been asking for to see how potentially we could have uh, probably done a little bit better casting of our net to 
um, identify even better candidates through that emphasis of soft skills. I also want to make clear that we're not picking on this employer or anyone. We're using this as an example. And I would actually tell you, of the ones we looked at, this was one of the examples that we actually saw some soft skills things already in there. And that interested and excited us. But this is fairly new turf. So not a lot of employers that we're seeing are integrating these soft skills into their job postings. So this is new land. So I don't want a a company to look at this and go, oh, wow, these guys are really behind the times. If anything, I would actually put this employer on the plus side of the equation. I'd rate them a solid B plus on this effort in terms of soft skills. Wouldn't you? Absolutely. I think they've... uh, the threads are there, and uh, I think for the potential candidate, uh, there's some great stuff that they could leverage in their cover letter, their resume, and uh, hopefully get moved ahead into the uh, at least the phone interview and maybe the face-to-face interview process by um, really uh, addressing and responding to what uh, these folks are looking for in their best candidates. So why don't you, Toby, give us some examples of the soft skills that they have listed in this ad and how they've said them? Because I'm fascinated by the wording that they use versus the wording that we typically use when we're talking about them. Sure. I'm looking and uh, I'm just to it's a little hard when I'm looking at it, but our listeners aren't. Uh, I'm looking at the key competencies and qualifications because I think the earlier parts of a, of a job posting give us a, uh, a context for it, what kind of responsibilities the person's going to have. Maybe there's some uh, licensing and education requirements, but usually the key competencies and qualifications really get down to the nitty-gritty of the skills this person's going to need. So we're focusing in there, and in this uh, uh, posting, there are three, six, nine of them, and four of them point specifically to soft skills as, as we would define them. And uh, so let me go through those, and then we can uh, parse them a little bit. So the first bullet, uh, detail-oriented, organized, and flexible individual able to perform multiple tasks with varying priorities under a fast-paced condition requiring speed and accuracy. So a lot in that one. Uh, they've combined several soft skills, which I think is a great way to do it. Uh, the second one, excellent written and verbal communication and presentation skills. The third, strong management, analytical research, and problem-solving skills. And the fourth, ability to work collaboratively as a team member. So I think we've got a lot of soft skills meet here uh, to work with. And it makes sense, Toby, because when we look at this, this is a job where you're going to be interacting with people, both inside the company and outside the company. It's it's really clear when you say client relationship manager, relationship in its purest form means you're going to be dealing with people. So in some ways, this isn't a surprise, but it's nice to see them actually listing it out. And then I guess the next part is sort of how the person applying to this what they would say based on these things so why don't you keep going through your list and as people are sort of listening to this sort of thinking about how the idea of storytelling as we've been saying in other episodes plays a role in here and if this were a job that you were going to apply to i'm sort of thinking it through what would be the storytelling aspects of my career that i could apply to these situations right and I think we, we today we're, we're flipping hats here um, and we're trying to almost maintain them consistently because we want to um, 
talk to the hiring manager and say, you know, what are you communicating through this posting? And then we also want to flip over and say, well, as, as a potential candidate, what should I be communicating back through? And so I think of a huge starting point is that hiring manager, what are you communicating? Because you're you're teeing up the candidates and you're teasing them. You don't, as this one does, you don't want to just spell everything out and, and say, you know, we're, but give them a flavor for what you're looking for and see which ones really grasp onto it. So uh, I, I love that, the, the breaking down the communication, that, that it's not just written, it's not just verbal, you're not going to be only on the phone, uh, and you're also going to have to do presentations. So I really like that they, that they broke that out and covered all three uh, ranges of communication. Um, uh, that then tees up that potential candidate to do a little storytelling and provide some context for that. I, I, and certainly you want to state I have strong written, verbal, and presentation skills. That's great. But give us something. You know, I, I once presented X or uh, I've uh, had extensive experience with pres- uh, uh, live presentations or uh, Skype presentations to clients. So give us a little story about how you've exhibited those skills. Simply stating that you have them isn't enough. Give us a little something in your cover letter, in your resume of some element of where those have come out. Toby, could I, in my um, cover letter, talk about a situation? So I created this report. The report went to the CEO. And based on that uh, report and the CEO's feedback, CEO said, I'd actually prefer you to present the report to our board of directors. So I gave the report to the board of directors. That's a situation from my own career where it was one of those, you know this better than I could ever know it. You did the report. Now you present it. Wouldn't that kind of anecdote, if someone had something like that, please don't steal my anecdote. You need to have your own anecdote. But wouldn't that sort of convey those things without me having to say, I have strong presentation skills and I have strong written communication skills? A uh, uh, story's worth a, a thousand promises of what we can do. Uh, we want <laughs> I like evidence. That. So I love it. You thought I was going to use that other old reference. Um, I, I also, as I look at this too, I'm also thinking that uh, if we look at this as a tool for the hiring manager to uh, kind of uh, like setting up the old alley-oop in basketball. I'm trying to put the ball right up near the hoop and see who's got the skills to grab it and stuff it through the net. And so if I'm teeing this up, I'm also wondering, uh, we we also have the advantage that we read the entire job description. We know that this is a uh, HR benefits company. Uh, we know from our own experience and working with some of these companies that uh, that's a very competitive market. It's extremely customer service oriented. Uh, Innovative products, innovative services. Uh, there's a uh, we know a lot going on in the background of this company, uh, and that's probably what prompted them to bring in some soft skills into their description. But I'm thinking that that was such an opportunity to uh, make a strong hire and ask for some of those other things and see who's willing to step up of, um, uh, that's a changing environment. So how are we addressing lifelong learning? How is that candidate, uh, taking it upon themselves to stay up to date on what's going on in that industry? Um, listening, delegation, empathy. <clears throat> I think there's an, even an opportunity here to, uh, to really look for that, uh, rock star, 
uh, that's going to come in potentially as a senior client relationship manager. Uh, they ask for some experience in that area. So they're going to get hopefully someone who's uh, familiar with the industry, but potentially landing someone who's going to do this job really well and move up through the company by having some additional developing soft skills. I think I think you said that really well, Toby. What I would add is we're really looking at this in the sense of making it easier for an employer to make a hiring decision. That's what this really comes down to because you're going to feel the fit better if you know what the person can do from examples than just knowing that they can uh, you know, meet the demands of client relations. That I've worked with people. Yes, I have seven years of experience, which is what their minimum is. Okay, great. But what did you do in those seven years? How did you grow in those seven years? What do you bring to me? Because if you started there seven, at your last company seven years ago, worked there seven years ago, and suddenly you're going to this new company, you better have a story to tell over those seven years. If you're the same person you were seven years ago, that employer does not want to talk to you. And so this whole look at soft skills is a way for an employer to say, hey, what have you done that makes you different than everyone else? Yeah, and it, I always uh, think back to this. I used to heckle some of my coworkers who uh, had long tenures at the organization and then hear that, oh, I've been, you know, I've been here 20 years. And, and I, I say, hey, now, do you really have 20 years of experience or do you have one year of experience that you've just repeated 20 times? Because I'm looking for the guy who's been growing through that. And you can't grow every year. There's other things come in and there's ups and downs. But, it, but if you've been at an organization seven years, I want to know how you grew. I want to know how you've stretched and, and expanded. And, and now you're ready to move on to that other organization or that new experience. Um, I, I don't want seven years of the same experience over and over again. Because that's really just one year of experience for me. So seven years is not really clock seven years. It's, it's, it's experience in terms of growth, really. And it's funny. We don't say that in job postings, but maybe we should. Maybe we should say, you know, seven years of growth in an industry. I'd be curious if you put that in an ad, if I'm writing a cover letter and I'm going to an interview with you, I'm set up for a totally different experience with just the idea of seven years of growth versus seven years of experience. Yes, I have seen, and it's a, a more rare item, but I have seen a few note uh, seven years of expanding or growing, and, and I see that little bit of a statement. And I think, again, for, for the people out there who are potential job seekers, is looking for those little cues, really rereading and rereading and digesting a little bit and, and trying to picture what are they asking for, what's, be, what's behind the scenes of what they're asking for. Um, and a company like this, again, in this industry,